0: If Maury supported the show, I'd be less sick of podcasts.
1: Blah blah blah. The blah blah blah. Sending out good vibes. The blah blah blah. Good vibes.
2: And the blah blah Good
3: vibes. The blah blah Good vibes. Good vibes. Underneath breaths
2: of deep gratitude and prayers for guidance and protection, and put on a didgeridoo and shamanic
1: drumming track, shivers or vibrations and stuff like that. Conspiracies and high paranoia Here comes another show for ya They're the kings of America They're the kings of America Everybody like the listen better. the Darren and Graham
0: Okay, guys, welcome back to the uh, welcome back to the holiday Fandango. We're here with the I think we figured out just before the show. It's the seventh annual holiday Fandango. We're gonna try with the Zoom call, just with the people in the chat, so you wouldn't be able to call in this year. If you're wondering how you could call in, maybe next year, you could head over to GrandAmerica.ca/slash/chats, join the chats. The link's in there. Then you get in, and then I see your name pop up, and I see that you're not a suspicious character, and then I let you in. And uh, so we're going to have a ton of people. Of course, Ryan's just blabbing away. We're going to have a ton of people uh, popping on and coming along and hanging out with us. And we'll go for an hour and a half and we'll just have a a gay old time. So uh, I'll start off by saying Merry Christmas, Graham. Congratulations on seven holiday shows. I guess this is actually be our ninth and ninth anniversary coming up eight and a half years, but we didn't do the holiday show for the first year. So here we are.
3: Thanks, buddy. Yeah, it's good to have everybody from the chats in here, too. Kind of wanted to get to know everybody because I browse through them a lot, but I don't really interact as much as um, I probably could in there. But I'm always sort of trying to pay attention to what's going on in there. So welcome, everybody. Merry Christmas. I'm calling this uh, this year coming up 2020 also instead of 2022.
0: Graham thinks he's clever.
3: Oh, it's like twenty twenty point two, right? Twenty twenty T O O. Twenty two. hopefully not. Oh. I mean, we got to man. I don't want to manifest another 2020, but like let's you know, also have some fun with it.
0: Well, I mean. You're uh, a notorious black pillar, so it's gonna be. We'll try and like steer you in the direction to manifest a a 2020 new, okay, for you instead of a repeat of 2020, which was. Uh, I mean, there was less traffic for sure, um, but it wasn't. We couldn't do the. We didn't do any events in 2020. It was kind of shitty. So let's go for a new one. We got a whack of stuff lined up next year for events. Six of them at least. So let's hope it's 2022.0. No. 2.2? I don't know. So welcome to the show, everyone. Who's new? We got Bill Shellback. How's it going, guys? You can unmute now. Unless you got a ton of Good, background how you doing?
4: noise. Hello, everybody.
0: Are you in the shed, Ryan?
4: What's happening, boys? Am I what now?
0: Are you in the shed?
4: I'm in the garage
3: with the dog. Oof. Is that where you're living now, Ryan? In the garage?
0: No, <laughs> That's bound to happen. <laughs> it
4: is where the chill spot is, though.
3: Well, why don't we start off with, I mean, does anybody have anything they want to see in 2022 from like topics, guests, stuff like that? I mean, we're going to be doing, we got some ideas on sort of doing some more bacon, bacon sort of uh, magic occult stuff. Um, I mean, there's lots of things planned, but does anybody have anything they want to, you know, or or maybe what they want to manifest, any resolutions?
5: Could we manifest some bacon? That'd be pretty cool.
3: Fuck Yeah. So like
5: Roger Bacon, Francis Bacon, kind of that that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, Francis. Yeah.
0: You know, there's a real uh, there is a real chance my last name could end up being Bacon.
3: Could have or could still.
0: You no, know, could have. It'd be weird now. But it could have. Could have happened. If my, uh, I guess if my if my mom and my, and my real dad would have married, it probably would have ended up being Bacon. Which is probably why I'm so smart. Probably direct to Senate, If I had to guess. <laughs> are you in Vegas, Bill? That's true.
6: Nah, I'm at home in the basement.
0: Oh, are you, uh, are you fired yet? No, it keeps going back
6: and
3: forth. I guess the Supreme Court is now hearing that shit on The seventh, I think they said. So I've just been pushing the paperwork back and forth and stringing along to see what happens. I didn't know the CIA would be so strict on mandates, Bill. Strict about everything.
0: Really, eh? Can't you just I mean you figure if you're in the CIA you'd be able to figure that shit out somehow. If you're
7: fake a document, right?
0: Yeah. I mean I have a testing protocol that's pretty foolproof.
3: Can you just, like, blackmail somebody or pay somebody off? Or We'll we'll have to look into it.
0: Next time you're in Canada, can you work something out for me, too?
4: Uh, We'll see what we can do.
0: Are you coming to – you're not coming to Arizona, are you? I don't
4: know about that. I I don't know. It's all up in the air. It's a little early to plan all that stuff out. Um, Utah, hopefully, maybe. I don't know. We'll see.
0: Well, I'll see a couple of yous right away. I'll see, uh, I guess I'll see Ryan and Kate right away. Are you guys in the same garage? In opposite corners of the same garage? Um,
4: no, totally not. What are you talking about?
3: Hey, Paul. Hey, Kate. Hi.
0: Are you still in Canada, Paul? Oh, shit. Paul's gone. Oh, no, he just changed positions.
3: I thought Paul was across the pond uh, for some reason.
0: Oh. I thought yeah. he was in the States now.
3: I don't know. I don't think he can hear us.
0: Or he can unmute or something. Oh. It doesn't look like he's connected to audio. Well, Blake, why don't you give us a COVID update? See if you're fair. You oh, look like you're Paul. fair and better than Graham. So far?
8: Well, I think this is... I mean, I haven't really felt sick. I just felt like I had an annoying cold. And, uh, you know, Christmas Day, I noticed I wasn't tasting things very well. And then after about four hours, it was, like, completely gone. So, uh, I mean, I don't taste anything. I mean, I taste sweet, sugar salt, bitter. That's it. <clears throat> so, it's like sayonara taste buds. And it's uh, pretty tortuous, especially with somebody who's so uh, into cheese and dips and holiday yummies. So, basically kind of blows. I got a ton of the food in the fridge that, you know, is sauce with extra cheese and extra sauce. What's the point? You can't taste it. So,
3: what what are you supposed to do there with your medical system? Like, how are you supposed to handle being sick where you are?
8: Well, it's pretty laissez faire because it's kind of a border state, Missouri. So, state line is literally a five minute drive from where I'm at. So, you know, it is red stateish here. So, there's a lot of lot more freedoms. It's not crazy blue state, you know. So, uh, which is, I mean everybody's going to get COVID. That's what the CDC has said. They've come out and said, you know, it's never going away. We can't vaccine our way out of it. So what's the big deal? You know, I have gotten a lot of grief from people. You know, are you vaccinated? So, um, and, uh, you know, uh, I just haven't, gone along with that program. So, uh, but I mean, I think this is the second time I've had it. I think I had it in March of 2020 and uh weathered that storm. But, you know, the thing that got me over the hump in that Darren was a 30 milligram uh, indigo capsule. I mean, it like knocked it out. And I think that that's one of the things they don't want. I mean, they want to, sell their products. In uh, case in point, uh, watching a, a Hulu special right now called uh, Dope Sick. It's all about the the uh, Sadler family and Oxycontin. I mean, if you think the pharmaceutical companies have your best interests at heart, you know, sorry. If I get in trouble for saying that, you know, go fuck yourself. <clears throat> so that's kind of the way I look at it.
0: I'm so. on 100 milligrams right now. <laughs> Prophylactic. Prophylactic. Is that the right word or is that for not getting pregnant?
8: <laughs> Both. Combo fajita.
0: <laughs> for not getting pregnant, should be a no-phylactic. <clears throat> Who's all had COVID here? Put up your hand. One, two, three, four. I that guy I had it. Think Early. doesn't count. No, 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 no. Think doesn't count. Doesn't count. Need to be tested. Oh, well, or no. or or lose I your taste if you lose your tomorrow. If you lose your taste to smell and taste, then that counts too. Yeah. Because so, I, don't I don't thought I had COVID that. and then I got COVID. I was sure I had COVID and then I got COVID.
3: But Blake might I mean he thinks he might have it twice, and apparently, according to McCullough at least, he can't get it twice. I don't know if I believe it or not.
8: Well, this is a, I think this is a different strain. I think I had the initial...
3: So
0: it'll be like you know,
8: the flu? Whatever, whatever Fauci released the first time.
0: So it'll be like the flu? Once it mutates, you get it again?
8: This is much less severe. The first time I had it, I was very sick. I was like pinned to the bed, couldn't watch TV, couldn't look at my phone, sweat and fever break and chills and, you know, that whole freaking. Ciclatory fever, break fever, fever, break fever is gross. And then I was also blowing. I mean, I haven't really heard anybody talk about this symptom. I was blowing just gallons of crap out my nose. And with this, there's like nothing there. It's like I have swollen sinuses, but when you go blow your nose, nothing comes out. And it's just annoying. That's all it is. And then you lose your taste. It's like, it's oh, Terrible.
0: I never really lost my taste. It was altered for sure. But, uh, I mean, I should patent my protocol. It's just eat eat very little food Um, because I was was told to feed a cold and starve a fever. Right. So I starved it out and ate copious amounts of edible marijuana, (laughs) maybe 300 milligrams a day, maybe more. I don't know, I just sort of, I had I had a few thousand milligrams kicking around and I just sort of picked away at it. Because it was yeah, tough but, to sleep. It was super yeah, tough you, to sleep.
3: You can't give that to the average person. Though. I mean, your, your protocol, if you're going to like go out there with a patented protocol, it's got to be good for most no, people. 300 milligrams.
0: <laughs> Pow, a think good gonna, no, be it's fine. Or... It'll be fine. We'll get them some, one of those little things that covers up their eyes so they don't panic too much. And we'll make sure it's a good like heavy hit indica, indica strain, like maybe some MK Ultra. Actually, hmm, yeah, we'll do that one. That would be great. And, pow. um,
8: well, I think it works.
0: We, we might break your medicine. brain. It could happen. It could be too much. We should try it with a. We need a volunteer. You know, who's never ate cannabis before? Who's not? A, who's not a real cannabis user? Uh, to just eat 300 milligrams, see what happens. I seen, like They're
3: going to think they're going to die. That's what I'm saying. People will think they're dying. I mean, haven't you heard those stories? People have called 911 on yeah.
0: themselves. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I volunteer for this. Who, go. who volunteers? There's Shellback, once you're out of the fun. army?
7: <laughs> yeah. Can.
0: We'll get you a CAC, we'll just pile it into where we can keep an eye on you, keep the phone but away from you.
7: I haven't partaken in marijuana in like 19 years.
0: Oh yeah, we'll get you fresh. Just bam, three hundred milligrams. I'm <laughs> good. Fucking right. So when are you. See, I think
3: it's your antihistamines that you take, Darren. I think that's what really helped you. That you don't. That's the that's the stealth uh, help there. the under uh, underestimated. And I'm not.
0: Underrated. You 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 put the pussy on a pedestal, and and COVID's a pussy in this instance. So you uh, psyched yourself out, Dunlop. I was always under the, I was always under the impression that COVID would be no problem for me, and it would be nice just getting get over with. It'd be no problem.
3: So was I. No, you were,
0: you were. I mean, we could, we could pull the tape. We could pull the tape. I don't want to pull the tape because I'm a lazy man and I have a lot to do. I'm busy between the books and the podcast and the video show and the gig <clears> and the hunting. But I bet you someone else can put together a nice little compilation. No, no, no. Of, Just because I'm talking uh, about a
3: friend that got it doesn't mean I'm uh, manifesting it for myself.
0: Well. That's
3: not fair to say.
0: Well, it could be. It could be. This is my, I, it's my theory. So I could say whatever I want. <laughs> but um, that's my take is that you psyched yourself out. You had the the covid Bio on the pedestal. You were trying to avoid it. Your buddy Mark had you psyched out too, with the try not to get COVID ever at all because it's just as bad as a vaccine. Mike, 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 not Mark. Sorry, Mike. And uh, and you know, lo and behold, you had to you psyched yourself out enough that you you called the hospital pre hospital phone line.
3: Hey, Howard. Nice to see you. <laughs> hey, Paul. <laughs> Are you in Canada, Paul, or overseas? I, yeah, I can't hear you. You were uh, not connected before.
0: Every time you say something, he hangs up. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, he listen, I'm not you here just to talk. You out. You don't have to answer
3: any questions. That's fine. Can you hear me? Yeah, we can now.
6: Yeah, I'm in Quebec. Uh, oh, you're Fast. in Quebec. Oh. Yes, sir
0: you guys are like heart of the fascist north that's right you guys will be where the new um like uh whatever the fucking soviets had at the head of the regime you guys will be that in canada i feel like that's where trudeau will move
6: well he already lives here oh does he yeah the skihill i actually used to work at before the mandates kicked me out is like literally a, a kilometer away from his famous cottage oh really He actually skis at uh, my old work all the
3: time. Why do I think uh, Howard's in... Are you in Canada too, Howard? Yeah, I am. You're breaking up. You hear me?
9: Yeah, probably. Uh, I am in Canada.
3: Nice.
0: It's cold as fuck from coast to coast as near as I can tell. It's warmed up a bit today, though. It warmed up from minus 40 up to minus 20, which is yeah, always you know, nice. It's always You know, nice. it's
3: bad when I'm driving from Saskatchewan to Calgary and minus 20 is balmy. I'm like grateful that, this, that the thermometer says minus 20 instead of minus 40.
0: Yes, sir. But then a Chinook, I think we'll be due for a Chinook in about two weeks. So once that Chinook rolls in, we're going to go meet up with Howard here down at Castle Mountain and go skiing. Sweet.
9: Yeah. Grab
0: the nerve. Your audio is terrible, Howard. No offense.
9: Yeah. You're out in the middle. It of an is, hour. man. Yeah. No, I. Uh, I'll probably bail out because yeah, it won't be worth me jumping in too much. But uh.
0: You're coming in loud and now. Night. You're coming yeah, in loud was and now. It was good better
9: night. then. It was better now. Oh, shit. now. Yeah, I turned I turned off my video because um yeah we're on janky satellite internet so. I'm far enough removed that terrestrial wires don't work.
0: <laughs> How is that satellite internet? Does it work for like, uh, can you stream stuff or anything like that?
9: It's 60-40. Some days it's pretty good. I'm not on the musky business. I'm on uh, 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 those that shall remain nameless. But um, yeah, it's it's kind of like riding around about 2006-2006. In
0: a big city. I'm like uh two thousand twelve in a big city. I mean most of Canada at best is like two thousand seventeen in a US city of any, you know, real size. I remember looking up <laughs> I remember looking up years ago, I didn't have my like uh location shit turned on for my Google and I searched like fucking fastest internet provider or whatever. And, uh, I'm seeing all this shit pop up. It's like five gig a second, fucking three gig a second. It was all, uh, it turned out it was all in Seattle. And, uh, just this year now actually was finally the first time we ever, I don't even think we're actually quite at a gig now. We're at like 750 megabit or something like that. So yeah, I mean it's still it's still rough enough that I have two internet connections in my house, one for the show and one for because now my kids are old enough they're playing Xbox while they're Facetiming their cousin that they're playing against, you know, and there's two of them, so it's uh, a lot of data flying around. It's crazy. My kids, I was trying to have yeah,
9: a, I'm uh, entering that world as well.
0: I was trying to have the conversation yeah, with my kids three kids, the other day. one internet connection about like not being able to just summon any show you want at any time and they just they can't even they can't even they're like what i'm like yeah like we had to like there was like a set day there was a set day where i could go and i'd watch you know
3: all the commercials my
0: show would come on it'd be friday at you know eight o'clock and that was it and if you fucking missed it it's a crapshoot now on when you might catch that again. It's like you know, in the summer they might have the reruns, or you know, the, you know that that's it. That was that was fucking life, and they they just they don't believe me. <laughs> but I remember those days. I remember there's a few shows that like. In the, uh, in the last like few years of Seinfeld, I was watching those in real time and The Loss, I remember watching as they came out and you had to like wait a week and then at the end it would be a big cliffhanger and you'd wait a whole season. And I, I think actually some of these places are starting to bring that back. Because, you had to walk uh,
3: uphill both ways to the TV room?
0: I rode my bike. Um, no, you know what it's like. When I was a kid, dude, there was three channels. Click, click, click. Click, click, click. And then we got uh, up to 13 channels. And I remember when I was like 12, 11 or 12, it was a big deal because we got channel 18. I never understood why channel like, because you had the clicky nom thing that went up to like 30 maybe or something like that, or 28 or something like that. And like you'd have two, three, four is what we started with. Then we had two to 13, but channel nine was like just a public info channel that played the radio and like he could pay money to advertise on there, or whatever the fuck. And then we got channel 18 was TSN and it was like all this sports shit all the time. And then we jumped to like channel 22 was much music. And then they started sort of filling them in, in between, you know, I, I, th- I want to say by the time I was like 15 or so, there was like satellite dishes and stuff would come in where I live. Cause I mean, I'm also like, I grew up in the middle of fucking nowhere. I mean, even from Canadian standards, like in the middle of fucking nowhere. So um, we were a little behind the times. Actually, I believe we were the most northern stoplight in uh, Ontario. There might still be. There's one stoplight in the entire Tri-Town area, and uh, we're famous for it. I don't know why I told that story anyway, but... Blake's giving me the thumbs up. All right, who's up next? Let's pick on uh Strat.
5: going on, guys?
0: Not much. What do you got for us?
5: What I got for you? Uh, uh, Happy New Year, first of all, I guess. What? What? what uh, are you still working from home? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've been doing that for a while now. Making the adjustment. It's been... Uh, Been nice, change of pace. There's a you know, comes with its challenges, but overall,
0: do you expect to ever go back? No,
5: no, I will never be going back. In fact, I'm so sure I won't be going back to the office, they let me move states. So,
0: (laughs) oh, really? Interesting. Could you move to like Portugal?
5: Mm, Probably not.
0: Because Portugal has uh, zero tax on foreign income earned. Just saying. Mind you, the U.S. would probably tax you anyway. They seem to like to tax people down there. You guys like to tax a motherfucker. I've been looking at sort of dipping my toes into getting my citizenship, and it seems like it's going to be hard to do without them being like sticking a hand out and being like, give us some money. Um.
8: Portugal's a great destination, too. It's got all kinds of crazy shit there. A lot of like Star Fort slash megalithic. It's super affordable.
0: Can you have guns? So
8: I've got a lot of friends that have gone there, not me.
0: Are you allowed to have guns in Portugal, Blake? Oh, guns are uh, a deal breaker for me.
3: I was going to mention to you, too, don't forget, if you're thinking about going to the States, too, Like the whole medical medical bill thing is a whole different thing as well if you don't have insurance. Indian. Well, that doesn't give you free care, does it? I think
0: it does. I don't know. I could tell you for what I'm fucking paying in Canada, I could buy some pretty top-of-the-line insurance. Especially if I move to one of these states that has no... uh,
3: yeah, that's a good point if you took your income tax from Canada and, no state and applied tax? it. Yeah.
0: Because on average, they say in Canada, it's 40%. 40% of your taxes are going to health care. So for me, that's probably in the like seventeen to $18,000 a year range. What kind of health care does that buy in the States? Nothing?
4: You can get decent family coverage just by yourself through the state for, like, four or $500 a month. It'll cover 80, 20. Doctor visits, procedures are 100%. <laughs> it's good coverage. 18000 you get real good coverage. You know, I mean, if you budget 600 a month for insurance for a family, you're going to pay about that for just yourself, though, so... Better to have dependents.
0: Yeah, and yeah. Because eighteen thousand would be what? That's like fifteen hundred dollars a month.
4: Yeah. So for a lot less than that, you can get decent coverage for a family. It's better if you're with a group, you know, with with you. Know, but it's all state run. It depends on the state. So some are better than others.
0: And then what's tax rate like? Because I mean, right now it's like. Fucking! I pay about thirty-five percent, maybe forty percent.
4: That's roughly the same. Uh, so After federal and federal and state, it's about forty-five. But then you got sales tax, you got property tax, you got tax on any vehicle you purchase, or you know all that bullshit. There's always a fuck you pay me tax in America.
0: See, so you gotta go to one of these states that doesn't have the state income tax.
4: Well, it's few and far between. There's New Hampshire, apparently.
0: Florida, I don't know. So, Texas. Washington. Washington? I'm sure a lot of
4: work. A lot are better than Kansas because it's high here. So,
0: didn't someone yeah. from Florida just message in said there's no state tax, state income tax?
3: Okay. Um, I don't know. I don't. I don't remember. Yeah, that but is I mean, true. I mean, there is no state income tax, sir. Uh, I think you're paying more than 45%, though, Darren, in Canada overall.
4: It's the federal income tax that'll get you, really. And then all the nickel and dime shit in the state.
0: <coughs> well, that's just on income. And then when I spend my money, I pay pay more tax.
4: Yeah.
7: And who have has no sales on tax on. either.
0: Alberta has no sales tax. So we got that. Yeah, New Hampshire
7: has no income or sales tax. I've been a resident of New Hampshire the entire time I've been in California. So I don't pay California tax. So like my tax burden is $400 a month.
0: That's not bad. That's not bad. So do you get out of the federal tax if you're in New Hampshire too?
7: No, you still got to pay federal.
0: Bastards. We need an island. We need an island. Maybe we could buy Epstein's island.
7: And then if you expat, the United States has an exemption. I think it's like hundred dollars I think it was $108,000. So if you make less than $108,000, you don't have to pay federal tax to the government
0: if you're overseas. Can you subdivide yourself if you make more?
7: I mean, I think it's what you want to...
0: Uh, just just disclaim declare Declare. 107,000 every year, right? 107,9999.
4: But they'll tax you when you try to bring it back into the country, though.
0: It'll be cash in a duffel bag or Bitcoin.
4: federal crime to transport more than like 10,000 cash, I think, maybe less now.
0: Bitcoin.
4: There you go.
0: Uh, yeah, it still is. They ask me when I drive into the States if I have more than 10 grand on me. And I always say I wish. And then he laughs and I laugh and that's it. So that, uh, maybe the time I do have like 500,000 cash in the backseat, I'll just be like, I wish, ah." drive it, that's it. Nowadays, just Bitcoin that shit. I'll have it on my phone. My phone will be worth a half a mil. Right? They'll never know. they are probably tracking that too. All right, Graham, what do you got for us?
3: Well, speaking of all that, we're going to be talking to uh, Cal Washington on uh, Outlawed Tomorrow about merchant law. And he's he's a Canadian, and he's been... uh, He kind of went through all these, like all these sovereign gurus and stuff about, you know, your name and you know, your, uh, the title of your name and all, but he's, he's kind of taking this a different route, uh, through merchant law and he's, and he's kind of getting away with it. So I think I want to learn how to exit the whole system. Like he, I think he's kind of disappeared from the system. So that should be super interesting tomorrow.
0: I thought you had some like, uh, topics lined up or some, some questions. For no, just
3: like, or, you know, No, I'm just talking, man. I, I mean, like, I was thinking maybe for 2020 also if anybody's got predictions or no, no. Re- resolutions or Come anything. Or...
0: No, no. Come on. We're not really doing this. 2020 also shit. Come on. This isn't a real thing, is it? <laughs> it's growing on me, honestly. It's still, still
4: 2020. <laughs>
0: 2020 also unbelievable alright let's go with predictions we'll go around the board starting with uh, b strut, predictions for 2022
5: yeah, it's gonna get weird that's that's really really all that that I can say
0: how weird in which way
5: um just uh I think a lot of things are gonna start falling into places for a lot of pe- different people hopefully if you're You've lined yourself up for that, right? So I think it'll be exciting.
0: Well, I like it. There we go. How about Blake Hart? Hopefully your prediction is not that you'll die of COVID.
8: No. How heck no. Uh, I think it's going to be a transformative year. I think the, you know, the blinders and the scales are falling off a lot of people's, you know, uh, perception. And uh, hoping to uh, be a positive force. And change in that case in point with this little gift I got from uh, my uh, significant other. It's a Dunn Beetle who is the uh, mascot of reality redesign. So that's the direction I'm going.
3: That almost looks like our episode art from the last episode that just came out.
0: All right, let's go to Bill. Our CIA plant with his uh, predictions for 2020 also. All right, let's go to Bill, our CIA plant with his uh, predictions for 2020 also. All right, let's go to Bill, who's doing this plant with his uh, predictions. Who did that?
5: I see kind of the
7: COVID narrative changing just a bit yesterday and today um, and it looks like they're backpedaling on a lot of this stuff so hopefully that's the trend Um, it's not easy to predict anything these days
0: Kate
10: I don't have any predictions at this point I'm just like okay whatever comes comes Um, but yeah I'm with b strut. I think that Things are going to fall into place for people. And I think, okay, I do have a prediction. I think that we're going to do some powerful stuff at CAC in Arizona and Utah. Those are the two that I'm going to. And I'm so excited.
0: We got a CAC sale going on right now. If you use the uh, coupon code CAC Boxing, all caps, over at contact at the cabin.com. You get $150 off of a tour. We got all sorts of sales going on. We got a free month outlaw, GrAmericaOutlaw.ca. You can use the coupon code GramericaBox all capitals and get a free month. First month free. Try out that plus. And uh shellback, predictions for the army. Do you expect yourself to go to war and be deployed?
7: Personally, no. Um I don't know. I think aliens are probably gonna be a thing this year, next year, whatever. I do so, uh, been...
3: I like it from like an, an official sort of like narrative thing or or real.
7: And I think official narrative. Blue beam. So yeah, I think that's most likely the case. I mean, if it's coming from the government, it's probably a lie. So um, also like. I see the whole COVID narrative falling apart. Like Even just today and yesterday, you know, we got that terrorist on a win on CNN saying cloth masks, don't do anything, and Biden saying that it's up to the states to end COVID. It's not the federal government's problem anymore. So hopefully this whole narrative dies off in like the next couple of days, couple
0: of weeks. I think we just got new restrictions uh, in Canada. That's so that's where, that's where we're at. I don't really pay attention. People just tell them to me i was uh i was i was i was i was giving out some papers today, and uh they mentioned that that it looked like all the bars would be closed by midnight on new year's anyway so um but anyway, I gave them the papers anyway uh well you got paul predictions i mean you're in Quebec, you're really in the heart of the beast if Canada goes Australia, you'll be the canary in the coal mine,
6: yep for sure. Uh, I think uh, Quebec we're about to go into a lockdown. Uh, I think they're talking about a curfew too coming up again. So, it looks like our march will be a repeat of last year for us in the uh, test center.
0: (laughs) Do you you think the French people are just going to be fine with that now that they're vaccinated and everything?
6: Well, it's kind of still divided over here. Like, I'd say maybe 60, 40, of like awake and fully on board type of thing. So,
0: so it's like, headed in the right direction.
6: Uh, starting to. It's just starting to. Because, like, the whole booster thing, some people are like already drew a line in the sand after two, and, you know, they're, they're seeing what's coming now. So.
0: You know, I thought I seen something just the other day from, like, uh, mainstream. News thing saying that there's a bunch of studies saying that if you get four shots, it could actually, um, like cancel out the last three. So, I'm right. hoping that's them like backing their way out of endless boosters. Maybe I thought there was a study out of Israel, maybe that was saying that there is some of the studies that they're doing on this fourth shot are showing that it could actually tank antibodies again, or I don't know, but anytime,
6: real realize it screws you. <laughs>
0: Is that Oops. Yeah. (laughs) What do you got, Ryan?
4: What do I got? Uh, Everybody kind of stole mine already. Uh, I predict nobody is going to get hurt at tax. We're all going to have a great time. Uh, No slot canyon accidents or you know anything like that. No hypothermia. So good vibes to all that. Uh, I don't know i the world the world's a crazy place right now, and I'm kind of with Graham on this stuck in twenty twenty idea uh, the twenties are shaping up to be pretty nuts roaring twenties yeah, yeah, I mean, history repeats itself right who can predict who can predict what's gonna happen this year I mean it's, we've seen nothing but a clown show for the last five or six, so Probably longer. No, we were just blissfully unaware of the circus going on around us. Now it's front, front page news and in everybody's Twitter feed. I I don't know. I think, I think you guys are right. It's going to sour on this whole COVID narrative. It's not working anymore. They're going to back off. You know, half the states are going to freak out about it for a little bit, and half aren't, and then nobody is. At least here. I don't know I, what's going on in Australia. Who knows? Who knows? I don't think we're headed towards Civil War or World War Three or any of that anymore. It just doesn't seem like that's in the air. So it's anybody's guess, I think. And maybe we ought to just manifest the future we want, if we really believe that, which more and more I do.
0: When's the Olympics? So,
4: yeah, that's what we give attention to, right? Oops. I don't know. Anyway, his name?
0: Inner lad. Inner lady? No, inner lad. Inner lee. Oh. That's okay. Predictions?
5: We're going to... Predictions, all I got is it's um the psychedelic mushrooms
0: are going to
6: just keep on fixing things and people, and they're going to be huge, maybe not next year, but i think I think the trend is
0: going to be up and up up and up 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 and away, oh man.
3: I like that prediction. I mean when, it reminds me of driving with Darren through the <clears> through Washington or Oregon for uh cAC uh second cAC maybe was it seaside cAC we were talking about dispensaries for shrooms I mean it's only a matter of time before like they they can't keep these things illegal anymore, and they'll be just well, i'm pretty sure uh out west them they're all over the place, aren't they? Uh, I don't know about yet. I don't know. I don't think so yet, but... Yeah, well, I... Because, um, I mean, I we had can to ship fr- them in the mail now and stuff in Canada, which yeah. is pretty cool, so... Yeah.
4: You can get them pretty easy in Denver and shit. You ask the guys that run the pot shops, they, you know, it's not hard. It's quasi-legal.
0: I don't really think DMT's going to be far behind.
4: No. I don't think any of it is. I think the, uh cats
6: out of the bag yeah i had a buddy who
4: was was open
6: he was out in bc over uh, the holidays and there was definitely he was sending me pictures of mushroom
0: dispensaries i know some people that got a bunch of dmt in the mail just over the holidays
3: it's too bad in bc that they can you know they're so open to mushrooms yet you can't have an unvaccinated person in your household according to bonnie henry (laughs) So I mean I don't know that that leads me to these predictions like you guys in the, I I love you guys in the states and I hope you guys you know all these great predictions come true of this this sort of freedom but in Canada I don't know man things are a little different I got I know people that are kind of starting to lose their shit a little bit cuz they can't even go they can't even do much at all I mean they're they're losing their friends they're they can't even. They're not even supposed to go to somebody's house because they haven't had the jab yet. I mean, I think things are going to come to a head here. I don't see it slowing down in these other countries in Europe and Canada. They're push, push, push. Um, hopefully, they do. But it, I think things got to come to a head here eventually, and we'll, we'll figure out how that either it either they either got to clamp down like they're threatening more so, or 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 it's going to fall apart. I think. I mean, I don't know how long it can kind of go in this sort of. Um, in this sort of middle path of uh, ambiguity right now, you know, where they've kind of got lockdowns like little bits here and there, and they then there's really you know you can sit in a gondola going up the ski hill unvaxxed, but you can't go to a restaurant, but you can go to the food court, but you can't go to a concert, but you can go to you know uh, line up at Costco, but you can't go to your friend's house. I mean, these are just crazy rules, but people are buying it, man. People in in BC are buying it, so we'll see what happens.
0: Is there still lineups? I hope the lineups don't come back. It's too cold for lineups.
3: They can't. They can't even. T- they actually. They just got tests in the mail. They got their free. Their free rapid antigen tests in the mail. A little. Little too late for Christmas, but that's in BC. Right here, you can just pick them up at the store.
0: I heard they ran out. I never ever went and got any. I can tell you this: that on Christmas Eve there was no fucking parking on my entire fucking block. So, these motherfuckers are gathering like a motherfucker again around here. Yep. How was it in Saskatchewan? Uh, I think Saskatchewan's technically the only province. I was in a province. super
3: small town, so I don't know. It was so cold, I couldn't even
0: you
3: know. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know it what was like going the, on down, down the block.
0: Worst <laughs> Canadian ever. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's because you're a West Coaster. I mean, you guys do winter different. Practically California. And Canada's California. The West Coast of Canada. They it's snow
3: to Vancouver this Christmas for everybody there.
0: The West they Coast of Canada. Christmas. Canada's California. Because, like, this half of BC is pretty cool. I mean, I'll take the whole valley. The whole valley can come over with us. West Coast, California. And Quebec's like New uh,
3: New York. Oh, I like that idea. Just split it up, like split BC up and just give them the lower mainland and we'll have the rest of it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah they can I have like the lower that. mainland. We're taking the valley and all the weed and shit.
3: Do we become American or do they become American?
0: What? We're not America. So we're Alberta. No, I'm so talking about like the
3: provinces like leaving Canada and, and joining up with the states.
0: Well, first we're going to take BC. No, here's my new thing is to just wait till after the collapse so you don't get blamed for the collapse, and then we'll just take power. And then we'll do this, we'll lay this out, we'll we'll redraw the map. We're going to take, like, right up to the Canadian Shield and all of the valley. And then we'll start, we'll negotiate with Montana to join us at this time, because we'll have some momentum behind us, and, uh, you know, they won't be super thrilled with what's going on. So hopefully totally Montana join. and Idaho will join us, which will make us now a nuclear power.
3: it'll just be the flyover the flyover North America, kinda.
0: Of. It'll be Grand America. <laughs> With nukes.
3: <laughs>
0: All right, where were we? Uh, did that, uh Howard. Are you still there, buddy?
9: Yeah, I'm still here. I think uh the highs will be high and the lows will be low. And uh, focusing on your your own community and your own place in it is what's going to get us through it. I don't see anything really changing here in BC um, mandate wise and whatnot. Uh, they're seemingly chasing that magical one hundred percent, which uh, I don't think they'll ever achieve. But uh, it's a nice means to. Lay everybody out in these weird segregations um, but yeah the uh I think the gathering with the the people that you can bring for uh bring closer is a, a good path forward and uh talking having the real talks with them uh, learn who has skills, learn who grew up on a farm learn who uh who has equipment and abilities that uh you may not have known of before.
3: The big question is how, like, to get that 100%, how far will they go to get it? That's the, that's because the, you're right. I mean, it does seem like they're just not giving up up here anyways to, to keep pushing, pushing, pushing. So how far will they go to get that, you know? At that,
9: at that point, it's a, it's a numbers game. You can't really, unless you bring in foreign troops, you can't really force our population based on law enforcement and military personnel alone. And I don't really see doctors jumping on board with holding anybody down on a a, a gurney either. Of course, some of them will. But,
3: is that uh, unique to Canada? I, I just to, don't think it that goes that far. to? So a couple to, of them like, get fucking you, shot. Is that unique to like you're a part of BC and and maybe Alberta and and some other places in Canada, or is that go for Europe as well and and like more populated areas that are less uh, spread across geogra- geography?
8: I think.
9: As we, we can see Europe's pushing back more than we are. Um, though you the, the the rallies and whatnot aren't necessarily covered. Um, I think there is more of a go-fuck-yourself attitude over there than we tend to have. Uh, we politely open up the door for our oppressor um, <clears throat> and then argue the merits of the, the law that may or may not exist. Um, where I think uh, other countries... We're seeing people meaningfully go out in mass numbers where we just don't have that here. We have uh, kind of kitchen table dissenting.
8: You ain't
0: going to get much for a couple of months at this point.
8: I think people in the United States don't protest because their health care coverage is tied to their job. And they don't want to lose their health care coverage, so they don't say anything.
0: Here they don't protest because it's minus fucking forty. But well, and uh, states, cleans up the streets. I mean, the, in some up the parts they don't too. have
3: to protest. Like I feel like the states is already divided between people that are okay with the way things are going, like Florida and Texas, or wherever else is like that. Kansas, maybe who knows? But and then California, they they're all like Canadians. They're they're all in on it. So I, I feel like you guys are able to sort of segregate already based on your. In a way, your political beliefs, I feel like.
7: It depends what part of California you're in. Where I'm at, like, COVID essentially doesn't have, like, it's not really that big of a deal here. I've been asked to put my mask on twice the entire time. Um, Temecula, right down the street, after the two weeks to flatten the curb, uh, they opened up completely. Like, and they've been open the entire time. Like, bars, restaurants. So it depends where you're at. Now if I go to Los Angeles, that's yeah, lockdown. Uh San Diego kind of falls in the middle, but where I'm at in Riverside, it's uh wide open. Been kind of wide open.
3: I guess that's yeah, I guess I shouldn't have categorized it by state, but it does seem like by area where I I feel like we're a little bit more tighter controlled in Canada. We're a little bit more um like one big blue state in a way.
9: I think a lot of the times we're, um, have one, a smaller government, so a bigger message across a larger area that often feels like, uh, we're all following the line. But when I go downtown, in the town I live, it's like 80% of people don't give a fuck at all. They're just going about business. Uh, the, of course, all the, the, the city is all in. On, on the um, COVID measures, but nobody's really paying that much attention. I've been mandated that to to maintain some of the contracts I have, I have to, I should be vaccinated, but nobody asks. So until they ask, I don't provide. It's, a, it's like everybody's just kind of playing along, really.
0: Adam Loyal, been a long time, buddy. Welcome back to the show. Thank you. Long time no see. Long time first time? Almost. I still can't see you. I mean, I don't know if you know. Before. Oh, I
2: don't I don't have a uh, uh, camera on this computer.
0: Your audio is great, though. Thank you. So how you been, buddy? How's Florida? I mean, you're in the Mecca, oh, I guess, for yeah. all intents and purposes. I mean,
2: considering everybody else's stories, it's amazing down here. Nobody asked you to do anything. Businesses don't really require anything. Uh, You know, it's probably about right now, 20, 30 percent of people are uh, without masks since Omicron popped up. Everybody started wearing them again. But, you know, outside of that, nothing's really changed. Move to Florida, guys. What's
3: your prediction for
2: 2020 also, or 2022? 2020 or 2022. I think we're going to have a lot more focus on the sun. I think you're going to see that coming into the news as being uh, much more relevant to science, probably a rewriting of some of the uh, classically understood uh, physics. Uh, So it should be exciting. And hopefully the sun doesn't take us out this cycle, so... What, what do you think is going to come about in the
3: sun? Like, what do you think, like more CMEs and stuff or more acknowledgement of uh, the part it plays?
2: Oh, I think, well, definitely more acknowledgement of the part. You know, you look at Randall Carlson's work and, you know, looking at possible uh, cyclical micronova happening. You see the evidence of that, that, um, you know, in a lot of ways is undeniable. You know, the science is starting to catch up in the mainstream in the universities. You're starting to see it in papers. Uh, all the national labs have gotten on to, you know, some sort of electric or plasma universe type idea. And when you start looking at the fact that you know you can get direct correlations and ties to cyclical cycles with magnetic fields, and our magnetic field is in a you know severe decline, uh, just gets a little worrying. So uh, hopefully, science will focus on that because you know if, as predicted by Randall and so many other people, we are upon something like that, yeah, I'd like to think that we can do something about it.
5: Did you see that Beetlejuice was shooting light energy into the sun the other day? Core Triple Seven's got a video of it on his website.
2: Because- no, but I do know that uh all the solar or all the galaxies around us has have started to go off, meaning increased solar activity, increased heating of planets, uh increased uh, amount of dust that's entering our galaxy. So, you know, if you'd like to believe that there is some sort of uh you know, plane that you would cross, magnetic field in a, you know, electric universe. All the signs are seeming to point to that fact. And, you know, looking at cyclical micronova, we're now seeing stars that have gone nova over and over again, sometimes, you know, in as little as a decade, some longer. It's not a far stretch to say that, yeah, maybe our sun is on a 12,000, you know, 600 year cycle.
5: Has it been happening
2: like recent, recent, like 12,600 years ago? No, 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 no. no, but uh, our magnetic field over the last 200 years has declined more than it has in the last 2000, more in the last 20 than the last 200, more in the last two years and then the last like 20. So it's in a significant decline, which is terrifying from a lot of aspects because if you lose the magnetic field, we're getting even in just a normal flip, you're going to get dosed with uh, you know massive amounts of space particles. At the very least. And if you follow some of the worst cataclysmic ideas, you know, why would they find greenery and dinosaurs in the Antarctic? Well, because the Antarctic may not have always been in the Antarctic. And with a polar, uh, you know, magnetic flip, you could also get, you know, the worst of cataclysm. You could get a rotating of the actual planet itself, um, as well as a lot of other terrible things. So, you know, hopefully, hopefully that is not upon us. I
0: like my odds. If Antarctica goes back to the equator, I think I'm, like, <coughs> at least, like, someplace habitable. Kansas is fucked. See, Ryan? A reason not to move to Kansas. Because you're fucked on the pole shift, buddy. <coughs> You'll be the new Arctic Circle. You think? I'm not won't know. be like Florida? I'm just making shit up. I think I'll be like Florida. Oh, yeah,
2: Florida's gone in the first cataclysm. I'll it be you. Be right in Newton, now, but I'll be Florida.
4: First wave. I might have coastside property if that all happens.
0: Yeah, but it'd be that coast way up in fucking northern Canada right now that is dark for fucking like, 45 days straight. it will be that coast. Like
4: crab fishing coast. <laughs>
0: okay, yeah. Right, it's Bering Sea. Actually, uh, yeah. my sister <laughs> is going up there to deliver a car. <laughs> and I was tempted to tag along. To tuk tuk. Tuk-tuk-tuk. It's like a 51-hour drive from Calgary. Is
4: that like ice roads and shit?
0: Yeah, there's a <laughs> bunch of ice roads involved, but it's like right on the like north coast of the Yukon. You'd be looking out at that. Like, what a what a view. Not a lot of humans. Isn't that when Metallica did that concert like, I don't know, six, seven years ago? I don't know. Was it promotion? Metallica? Yeah. Are they That's still a thing? Yeah. Um, I don't know, but but I don't think there's a lot of humans that have stood on that like shoreline and looked out at that ocean. I'm thinking like less than a hundred thousand. Since they like walked through there, I guess that's like maybe where we walk through if we came through the Bering Strait. Personally, are there those
8: four islands that are supposed to be in the middle of the Arctic, where the the big tower is that is the sun generator. What, what, what those oh. islands are called?
0: I never heard of those. Like Baffin Island?
8: <coughs> They're on all the old
0: maps. Oh. I don't know. Uh, I don't know what that means. But I do know that I think that we came up from the most of the, like indigenous um, stories have us as coming up from the south not over the Bering Strait. So it's more likely that we repopulated North America after Randall's cataclysm that than uh, then we came through the Bering Strait during the Ice Age in my estimation. But I don't know. I guess there's, like, evidence that, that goes against that, too, from people smarter than me. Hey, have you guys seen, uh, I watched a movie with my girlfriend the other day. Um, And it was like a a new one. It had just come out. So I feel like I'm like on the precipice of pop pop culture here right now. Don't look up. Don't look up. I seen don't look up. Did you see it too? Watched it last night. I mean, I got to say, I thought it was delightful. What did you think? Yeah, I usually don't watch any new
6: movies at all. And uh, it was pretty decent, actually.
0: They covered a lot of it. And the greed, of course. I feel like it was just a whole giant spoof of fucking modern life and COVID and the whole fucking thing. It was just like, I didn't, I wouldn't have watched it normally either. I mean, it's Leo too. I do like Leo. I mean, Leo can, he's hit or miss. He's either a total douchebag. I still, I still maintain that arguably the best movie scene of all time is the one in which he gets eaten by the bear. Um, I can't remember what it's called, but, I mean, it's a good, like, three minutes of Leo just getting mauled by a Kodiak bear. It's fucking great TV. Um, Anyway, but it was like Netflix does that. The
3: Revenant, th- maybe?
0: Yeah, yeah, that's right. Netflix does that thing where they autoplay the next one. Those greasy bastards. That is fucking Dirty Pool, too. Uh, because I, I sat down to watch something else uh, a few weeks ago. And it was like, okay, I'm going to watch one episode of this. And then it's like, if you're not, like, on the ball within the next couple of seconds, it'll, like, start that next episode. And, of course, these TV shows, you know, there's I'm usually watching, like, the old sitcoms, which always start off with, like, some sort of bang, you know? They always sort of start off with something funny, keep you going, so you can get sucked in like that. But anyway, it just auto-played the trailer for that Don't Look Up movie. And... uh I thought it was pretty funny. I thought did I, I, you
3: watch? I, that's how you got. Did you see away? after the credits?
0: Yeah, yeah. I watched the I watched the whole thing. Who do you think that like uh, the like Bill Gates slash whoever character? I mean, the whole thing is is just pretty funny. I thought it was. It, I was surprised Leo did it. To be perfectly honest, I'm surprised that um, an A-list actors in that movie. Did you watch after the credits? Though the Last Man on Earth. No, I didn't catch the last (laughs) man on earth part. The last part I caught was like after. It was Jonah Hill. Oh, was it?
7: (laughs) Because of mom, mom.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I missed that part. I did catch the other part where they like get there however many years later and all that. But I thought it was just like, and like the rich people just end up getting away in the end. I thought it was funny. It was like a, a good, I recommend it, I guess. Hashtag don't look up. That was the hashtag because they didn't want people to look up to see the comment. <laughs> and I'm like, I could totally see that. If it was like on an election cycle, <laughs> the comment's fake. You could see it. I could see it. All right. What do you got next for us, Graham? Where do you want to steer this? we got about a half hour left.
3: I don't know. I mean, let's say uh, topics for America, I guess. I want to know what people want to hear about. I mean, we got one coming up, Astro Theology. We got a couple of UFO ones coming up. Um, or no, sorry, exo-theology. Let me Let me check my, uh, my Is calendar. Is it Micah Dank again? What else we got. No, no, no. He's not um, tweeting me. I want to do one on, on vampire, like real vampires. Um, we got trauma. Uh, Meredith Miller's coming up real fast. She was on uh, with Reiner Fulmack about trauma. That's fan. That's going to be fantastic. We got uh, Procabulary coming up. Um, on Outlawed, we got Mark Gober. He was on our show before. He's coming up about uh, an end to upside-down liberty. And we've got government, the biggest scam in history, coming up with Etienne de la Bowtie 2. Um, Ed Rosenthal, you guys will like this. He's a ganja guru. He's a marijuana advocate in Washington, D.C.,
0: have we had him on before?
3: No. And we got Jason, our buddy Jason, local buddy Jason, coming on about his crazy experiments, experiences in Egypt with uh, visitations. I mean, he's had these visions of giants and uh and Egypt Egyptian gods and all kinds of shit. Cool. So those are some of the next kind of next kind of month coming up. But I mean I you know, there's so much to to talk about, but I I kind of want to know what other people think of because I kind of get in the, in a kind of a a zone with booking and all that, and
5: I don't know. Are you going to do a lot more when it, uh, a lot more topics about law concerning law? Because uh, I have a suggestion uh, for that. If
3: if so, yeah, 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 please.
5: A guy named Paul Unslaved. He's super easy to get a hold of, at least from my experience. I haven't had him on Thirteen Questions yet, but he will be. And his take on the whole law thing is super unique. So I'm looking forward to that episode. Uh, anyway. Um,
3: yeah, definitely. Because we're having Cal after Cal Washington. It'll be good yeah. to do another one.
5: Yeah. That guy is great, too. I've listened to some of his stuff, too. Oh, have you? Okay, cool. I'm looking forward to that. I'm so excited about it.
3: So yeah, it's really start interesting how, how, merchant law, how Merchant Law was this. This law that ha- that was created because they needed they needed to figure out how how to deal with people's issues shipping ship back and forth all over the world. So it was this law that 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 came about this this worldwide agreement of like how to how to uh, deal with these issues and have it real expedient answers to things, right? And then sort of common law got all mixed up with it eventually. But he's he's thinks that like that you can get around this by basically going up to the highest level of law, which I guess it kind of gets, I guess, religious in some ways. It kind of gets like divine, but he's had people, all these judges and these high level people in parliament of Canada, like back off his case and, and back away and kind of like leave him alone because he's onto this, this thing. So I I can't even explain it properly. Well, uh, I'll be able to better hopefully after we talk to him, but it sounds pretty cool.
5: From what I can tell, the more and more that you get into it, and the more you look into it, it, becomes more of a spiritual under. It really does become more of a spiritual understanding between, like how you're presenting yourself to the judge and and uh, well, just conducting yourself to the system in general. So yeah,
3: well, the queen swears on King James Bible from the 1600s. So why does she do that? And then they changed the the letters of the English alphabet. And at this one time, where they changed all the the F's to S's to F's and uh, the J's and I's and all this, and what? Why did they do that at that time? You know, to to make the previous documents irrelevant, or what? Like, it's just it's very strange.
5: Yeah, it's ob- obfuscated on purpose to to you know mess with us.
0: Will we be able to start a republic after this show, Graham, and stop paying taxes?
3: Well, I mean, I'm going to ask him about how to exit, because he said, I think he's exited, right? And I mean, it's, it's harder than you think, right? You can't have a fucking address. You can't have mail delivered to your house. You can't have a, a bank account kind of thing. But I want to know what, like, what would it take to exit the system as far as, like, you know, sort of being invisible to the government in a way, you know?
0: Well, I need a bank account, and I like it, having an address.
3: I know. Well, then you're going to be stuck, right?
0: Unless we need a patsy. We need someone to just be our address, and we just like live with them, or right, they live with us. But their it's names on all the stuff. It's not us. They get our phones for us. They get our bank accounts.
3: It'd be Patsy Grimerica or something. Gram- you know? Gram- Patsy Grimes. Graham Grimes.
0: <laughs> we'll just adopt. We'll adopt a uh, a third like- world orphan. Maybe Darren we'll
3: Dunlop just, and Graham Grimes we'll raise them two up com, yeah, two we'll, made-up people. We'll
0: raise them up to believe our little scheme, so that they don't know any better. We'll like, lock them up in the basement and indoctrinate them. And uh, they'll be our little... Uh, you know, we could probably get them to do all sorts of stuff.
3: Don't say slave. That's, I that's bad. I didn't say slave. I didn't you can't say, even have <laughs> slaves in D&D now, so...
0: Really? You know, who wants a slave anyway? Just another mouth to feed. Bitching all the time, probably, complaining. It's like my kids when I ask them to clean their room. I mean, technically, I have two slaves, but they don't listen to me, and they make a giant mess all the time. But a couple more years, a couple more years, and then I'll have them.
3: Here's the other question about the future of, of like this year in the show. Do we talk, do we address COVID? Do we have people on that that are pushing back against this more? I mean, like, the, you know, it, it's a constant thing. Like, do I, I've been kind of trying to avoid the same old, same old, but then some people are like, well, you're not fighting back. Well, I mean, how much do we want to go over the same old, same old stuff? Like if people are, people aren't, we're not going to wait. More people up. I don't think that listen to the show by having another COVID guest on. But I mean, we also want to keep up to date with the new stuff. So, anybody else? Well, what are you doing? Something?
2: Are you exploring truth or are you fighting the system? You know.
3: Well, but it's sort of both, right? I mean, it, yeah, doing exactly. one mean doing one is is the same as the other. I think. I mean.
2: Well, as long as you don't focus on fighting the system, then you lose your your core topics and you know the things that you know this is super important in life. However. There's a lot more things that learning about and engaging with can, you know, enlighten you in other ways. And that growth helps fight that other system.
3: Yep. Yep. Like, I'd like to, you know, go back into more sort of like esoteric wisdom as well and magic and bacon and all that kind of. You know, all that kind of stuff. Secret Societies a little bit more. That's I, I feel like that seems to be where I can never really... F- I never feel like I know enough about all that.
0: The one fellow thinks you need to do more Jesus stuff.
3: Well, that's going to come up naturally on its own.
0: Is it? Definitely. Why?
3: Because he's popular.
0: It was just his birthday the other day. Imagine that. We should do this. Be
4: fucking popular. Oh my god.
6: <laughs> you get somebody like Jay Dyer on to talk about Jesus and other things. I don't
0: know if we get a shout out from Jesus, <laughs> we get some downloads. Anyway, what else you got? What do you guys got? Tell me a joke.
5: You call a cow with no legs? Fucked. Ground beef.
0: Ha! That's pretty good, actually. That's not bad. Who can beat that joke? Who we got? Who's up next? Ryan. I don't have any
4: jokes. I'm too stoned for spot
8: jokes.
0: Are you kidding me? Uh, I know. All right, all right, let's hear it.
8: Scottish guy walks into a bar. He's got a steering wheel stuck to his tallywhacker. Bartender goes, Hey, Scottish guy, you know, you got a steering wheel stuck to your John Thomas. The Scottish guy goes, I know it's driving me nuts. Haha. <laughs>
0: That's pretty good, too. That's pretty good. Who's up next? Terrible. I like it. Who's up next? Graham, what do you got?
3: There's this little kid, like this nine-year-old kid, knocks on this guy's door. No, 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 it's the other way around. Hang on.
0: Uh-oh. This guy knocks, <laughs> the salesman
3: comes to the door. <laughs> this little nine-year-old kid opens it up, and he's got a smoking jacket on and a cigar in one hand and a glass of brand in the other one. And, and the salesman says, hey, son, is your, are your parents home? And he says, what the fuck do you think?
0: That's an old one. That's a good one, though. Who's up next? Adam Loyal.
2: now I'm on the spot, I can't think. Um, two men walk into a bar, one gets a concussion, the other gets a contusion.
0: Is that the punchline?
2: Anti-duct? Ha ha. I don't get it.
0: It's punny. It is punny. You don't
3: get it? Oh, bar, get it there? Bar, like Rebar?
0: Rebar? Oh, I see. All right. That's that's okay. That's not a great one, though. That's not a super funny one. Uh, Bill Stratt. Oh, I got to give two? No. Oh, did you already give one? The ground beef one. Right. You had a good one. Shell back.
4: Why did the spider cross the road?
0: I found a new website. <laughs> that's a pretty good one.
3: I thought our CIA operative Bill Anderson would have a joke. I mean, they, they must tell a lot of jokes in the, in the farm. I got nothing, Graham.
0: <laughs> what kind of tea is hard to swallow? Reality. It's deep, bro.
3: Tell us about 13 questions. Bill and Adam.
2: Oh yeah,
0: spam your show
2: before we get out of here. Well, awesome show created by Mr. Graham and Mr. Darren. Um, it's a show for for men coming of age in the digital age, looking for wisdom. Um, essentially, I mean, at its core, it's you know the wisdom that has passed over through generations, through generations that that has guided you and and what it's You know what it's like to be a man in today's world so um you know we just interview people with 13 questions and with you know uh cycling bonus questions all of which you know uh curated by a group of uh really deep thinking individuals and so i don't know uh, it's been a lot of fun and i think you should listen
5: yeah it has been fun like uh i've been doing the show for, uh, had a year anniversary actually a few months ago so that's exciting um, yeah so I, I don't know our Instagram page says wisdom delivered for the 21st century interviews with men from all walks of life on life experience and what they learned along the way so that sounds something like it's interesting to you guys definitely check that out um, my whole thing going into this was applicable, applicable wisdom so I try to come at it with an angle of like, what can you take away and actually do and implement in your life to, uh, you know, to make a change. So yeah, if you're into that, check that out. And, uh, of course, um, you know, this wouldn't, any of this wouldn't be possible without Darren or Graham or Gramerica. So thank big thank you to you guys and happy new year and all that jazz.
0: Why? Thank you, sir. You guys are doing a great job with that. I just, my mom was just here for Christmas and she was talking about how she loved the show. She's still listening to all the shows and uh, it's one of her podcasts. That's
5: amazing. That makes me so happy.
0: Uh, Blake, you got some shit to promote as well. Let's hear it. Tell us where we can find all your wonderful art and stuff.
8: Reality dash redesign dot com. <clears throat> uh, slow launch. I did uh, a couple of posts on the solstice, but I'm going to uh relaunch them with uh, some uh, tenets of the uh, of reality redesign and I'm kind of coming at it as uh, a new philosopher or a new philosophy um, and I'm gonna you know as an artist stick my face on it and just uh, try to grow it as much as I can and spread the word. So some of the tenants are like uh, this is a simulation so, uh, it's an assumption That's kind of what I'm calling it uh, a Simulation assumptionism So um, We build from there But you can check out all the artwork on there too And uh, I've got some uh, Really cool ideas from, for some more art. I'm going to be focusing In 2020 also uh, uh, With uh, doing a lot more art And a lot more creative stuff For friends So
0: and start the year off with COVID. Yeah. Bum, 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 bum. Merry
8: Christmas to you.
0: Are you in isolation then? I am. <clears throat> you have an Xbox. But this is
8: just the this is the Omicron. It's. I mean, I'm not pinned to the bed. I'm just, It's just the flu. It's what exactly what it felt like. Yeah, except it's a bioweapon.
0: It's like back in the day when we used to say there's something going around, except this time it's always COVID. It's always COVID. Different strain of COVID. Do you have an Xbox in your quarantine?
8: Nope. I don't do any of that stuff. I do YouTube surfing. I'm always listening to Terrence McKenna or Alan Watts
3: or...
0: Graham Dunlop.
3: I, asked. I, I knew you were going to say Alan after Terrence for some reason.
0: Graham Dunlop. <laughs> All right. Well, does anyone so- else go ahead? G does anyone yeah. else have anything else they want to get out there or say before we wrap this thing up?
2: Well, I'll do a selfish plug for cat in the box. Dot space. If you're into remote viewing podcasts, just look up cat in the box.
10: I'm going to bring my one-inch button maker to CAC, and so anyone coming to that should bring art. It will only show like one inch, like a quarter size for the artwork, but I don't have a printer, so I, I'm not going to bring the art. So people should print out Grimerica art and or whatever you want, and I'm going to bring all the supplies for that.
3: Do they, do they print, what do they print it out? Not a sticker, but just like print out something and then you stick it on kind of thing?
10: Yeah. So you can print out just if you have like a computer with a printer, or if you want to go to the trouble of going to King Ghost, just print out like color or black and white, whatever you want. Um, I don't, you know, just whatever. I don't really do things like that, which is why I'm not going to volunteer to be doing the art for this. Print them out. If they're one inch, it will show on the button. And then I have a little punch that will punch them all into the perfect size. Any paper, special paper? Thicker, normal thicker paper. paper normal paper? Don't do too thick because it can mess with the plastic that goes over it. So just like normal printer paper.
0: And then it'll fin have a little pin. Also. On it. Will it have a little pin too? Yes. Oh, excellent. Can mine just say uh, unvaxxed or vaxxed or maybe vaxxed with a question mark?
3: How about just like a needle with a red cross or a...
10: Yes, everything.
0: How about a needle in a haystack?
10: I'm not going to censor anyone's buttons.
0: (laughs) One will be the end of a penis for sure. You're like, what's that? What is that? Get the raid in there. They're really looking. Oh my God, it's a dick. Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's. How they... I
10: actually do have some porn magazines in my button maker bin. So there will be porn available for you to make buttons with among some other random things. But there will be no grammarica art. So bring some, please.
0: There will be plenty of dicks, but no grammarica art. All right. Should we wrap this thing up? Anyone else got anything else? Any, uh, nothing?
3: thanks you guys yeah it was good to see all your faces and thanks for hanging around in the chats and i mean it's been you guys are always posting interesting things it's good to learn from all you y'all about whatever kayaks and construction stuff and all the conspiracies and i don't know it's just great hearing you guys uh in the chats all the time so thanks for coming out
0: we're rocking the chats I mean, the chats wouldn't be the same without you guys. It would just be Graham, and I'd text him all the time. Yeah. Gets old. If you guys uh, support enough, though, I'll give you his phone number, and you can uh, text him, too. Gramerica.ca slash support uh, if you want to get on, on that. And uh, I guess that's it. We love you guys. Thanks for tuning in for another year. Another uh, 60, 65 shows or so. We'll hit 600 sometime this year. We'll have the nine-year anniversary. We got the other podcast. We got 31 or so audio books available. Uh, you know, I got to say, even with COVID and everything else, if uh, the next year goes as well as this year did, you know, we'll really be getting somewhere uh, from my my standpoint. Anyway, I hope that's <coughs> the same for you guys. Uh, we love you guys. Thanks for listening, and we will see you next year.
1: light. Seasons greetings from the Grimerica Show podcast. Gather around the fireplace. Help yourself to some hot cocoa with the little marshmallows in it. Maybe have a candy cane or two, and maybe some cookies. It's so warm and jolly Cry Merry Christmas Podcasting from the igloo Dare plays jingle bells on the didgeridoo And over there that's Graham crying tears of joy As he listens in on the little drummer boy parole oh, I see you've acquainted yourself with Tehran. Yeah, it's true, he puffs Christmas trees of medicinal. Wait a second, is that yeah, I think that's says what's beneath the mistletoe. Kittle for your gram, thank you for saving me, and <laughs> give me a kiss. And it looks like Napoleon Doom is decorating the room with tinsel, ribbon, popcorn, and strings and yes, They are in bloom, and you might ask, Who's that in the green and red Lucille Ball mask? Why, of course, that's R.P.J. Feliz Navidad. It's so warm and jolly. Cry, Merry Christmas! Podcasting from the igloo. <laughs> Darren in place, jingle bells on the didgeridoo. And over there, that's Graham Crying's years of joy he listens in on the little drummer boy boom, boom, boom you'll get a warm and fuzzy feeling if you donate to the Grimerica America show so get in the spare reach down in your pocket and make it rain I mean let it snow make it snow let it snow let it snow make it snow donate to the show donate to the show donate to the show it's so warm and jolly <coughs> Grime. Christmas, podcasting from the igloo. There plays jingle bells on the didgeridoo. And over there, that's Graham crying tears of joy as he listens in on the little drummer boy. Boom, boom, boom.